Hi, this is Cinda Williams, and I am extremely blessed to tell you about a new book on survival called Faith, Failure, and Success, Volume 2, Surviving the Storm. Erica Summers, Martha Chavez, Latrice Rice, Nicole Reed, Vanya Hudson, and I have come together to share our deepest, darkest challenges with you and how we overcame. Please check it out on Amazon.com and wherever books are sold. Cinda Williams here and welcome to Season 3, Episode 11 of the PPC Podcast. Lately, I've had to remember that melting into the background is prudent. But most of the time, if I want to get something done, I have to step into the light. And on that note, let's get on with it. I have always dreamed of being in the background. I know you don't believe me. I know there are people that will never believe that I'm shy. (laughs) They think because I act and sing in front of people that I'm an extrovert. But the truth is, if I had my choice, I would have been a background player all along. I love harmonies, so would have cherished singing in a choir or a group. I didn't have to sing lead. And I prefer bouncing creative thoughts off of other people, so something like a one-woman show has never been something that I wanted to do. But sometimes life forces you out of the background. I didn't want to come out of the background, but circumstances and life's wisdom wouldn't let me stay in the shadows. Well, my guest today, filmmaker, playwright, nurse, and family woman, isn't waiting for anyone to give her a handout. She's taking the entertainment industry into her own hands on her own terms. I'll let her tell you all about it. Everybody, introducing Paula Curia. Paula Curia, welcome to the PPC Podcast. Ah, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me, Cinda. <laughs> this is different, and this has only happened, I think, one other time since I've been doing the uh, the podcast. I usually do Zoom meetings, so I can't look at a person face-to-face when I do an interview, so I'm very excited to be here with you. Um, we just finished a project Paula, you guys, I've known her for years as a social media friend. We've been talking, and she is a phenomenal, phenomenal writer and so many other things. So I'm really thankful that we just had this wonderful experience of doing the short film 
before we do a feature film. So we'll get into all of that. One of the things I always ask uh, each guest is, tell me about you from childhood. Who were you? Where are you from? What was family life life? Tell me about it. Okay, uh, born and raised in Indiana. Um, large family. I was number 13. What? Not lucky, but just number 13. Wow. And, um, you know, you have um, elder brothers and sisters who were basically grown, so some were out of the house. And um, I discovered that at the age of 12, I wanted to do movies. Okay. So. So what happened at age 12 to make you think you wanted to do that? My father worked at RCA, and one of the benefits as a worker there, employee, um, they have the employee benefits type of, uh, like a retail store for the employees, and what they had on sale then, which was not in every home, was the uh, VCR and the camcorders. Mm -hmm. So we was like one of the first in the neighborhood, a little community that had the camcorder, and we would record Roots when it came on mm -hmm. and then my brothers and sisters and I we would play with the camcorder and I discovered the creativity that could happen and it blew my mind and I nothing else this is what I want to do I don't know how I'm going to get it I don't know I know nothing about filmmaking didn't know what it looked like to look into the lens of a camera mm -hmm. but I knew I wanted to tell stories or bring things to people maybe awareness or just to entertain in an educational way or just to entertain. Mm -hmm. So when did you first do your first film? My first film, okay, in film, I was an executive producer before I actually even did my first film. Mm -hmm. I'm a film called Legwork. Mm -hmm. And Javier Reyna is the um, director and a couple of actors, they were the two guys in the film. Um, Tom Luce, who's mainly stage, and then there's a Christian Stolte, and he was definitely an actor, and he's well known now. He has one of the lead uh, roles in Chicago Fire, mm -hmm. and so um, I was happy to be on that as a contributing member, um, as as a uh, executive producer, where the funding had fell apart, mm -hmm. and um, and so I came along and. There, there was another guy, it was a friend of uh, Javier's who, who pitched in some money around the office or whatever. And then there was a friend who, of his, a known guy, he, he's a financer. And uh, when he saw there was money in the pot that he wanted to give. Mm -hmm. And so he gave, so that helped that uh, project to come to life. Mm -hmm. But then um, a few years later when I did my first film myself, it was a feature. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it's called Brick by Brick, and uh, that was uh, um, me not knowing anything, uh, but uh, just knowing enough to be dangerous. <laughs> well, we got it done, mm -hmm. and, it, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good piece. It's two hours about, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a good story. It's, it's, uh, I know a lot of things to where I can refine it now, but that was the first thing, you know, my first that I did. Well, I, I, that's very um, brave. I'm the type, I don't know if it's just my personality or whatever, 
But I'm like, okay, people have been coming to me. You should direct, 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 direct. And I'm like, no, I need to go to school for that. I need to, I need to go to school, get my skills, and blah blah blah. But you basically said, this is what I want to do, and you just dove right in. What gave you that kind of confidence to, to have the nerve to try something so big? Um, Nike's tagline. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think people. They want something enough, or they, um, you know, they they desire to do something, and they don't want to wait for someone to greenlight them. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for opportunities, and the doors just don't open. Um, it's like you you have to do it yourself. A, a friend of mine, her stage name is China Doll. We met on a Peyton Manning. MasterCard commercial set. And I thought to myself, this was, I had the script of Brick by Brick, and I thought to myself, I need someone to play Mother to Graph and Read. And we met, and we've been laughing ever since, and she was the perfect person. I, I told her, I said, that was in 2006, I said, I have the script, and I said, you, you would be the perfect person to play the mother. She's like, sure, yeah. But did not know that she, in her mind, was doubting me the whole time I found out three years later in uh, 2009 when we shot Brick by Brick that she thought to herself, what does she sound like, want me to be in a movie with her? We on the same set, mm-hmm. trying to get in this, get our face in, mm-hmm. you know, on this commercial. So with that said, um, trying to get into sets and be on sets to, because I didn't go to school. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to, yeah, no, mm-hmm. you know, there's more than just YouTube. I wanted to see, so I would try to get on sets of commercials and different things, or, or well, independent commercials or whatever, you know, to see what happens on the set. Mm-hmm. And and all the while trying to, you know, be seen to be an actor. And I was, I was hurt by the constant, and I mean constant, and, and China Doll saw this too, we were always the black ground mm. in their background. Mm-hmm. And you have to give the customer what they want. And I guess a lot of melanated people were not putting out commercials. So if other people saw fair skin or light skin or white skin as their standard in beauty to get customers to buy their product, that's what they did. So I said, I don't want to be the black ground in the background anymore. I'm going to produce content. I'm going to do film. I'm going to write. And I'm going to put in there who I feel need to be in there. You know, no matter the hue. Not because I think somebody might buy it because they look like this or that. So mm-hmm. that's how I kind of got started. Well, that's really impressive because and, and back in the day, whenever I do interviews, people be like, Oh, you know, they really mistreat women in Hollywood, especially women of color. And, you know, would try to get me on this role of complaining. And my whole thing always was, how can we expect a white man, say, to write a story about us or produce a story about us? They don't know our stories. And I mean, it happens, but they're going to tell the stories they know. So if we want our stories told, we have to do it. And you have have been doing just that. And one of the other things about you, um, 
that are so impressive to me because I've, I've read a million scripts, too many. Your writing is so amazing. Did you have formal education or did you just dive in there with that also? No, no formal education. I mean, you know, who doesn't take creative writing or something like in college, but I was always writing and I always, always had an imagination mm -hmm. and I uh, wasn't good at a whole lot of things in school, but you know, English writing, things of that nature, a little expository writing, Shakespeare wasn't my cup of tea, but I survived it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I want to write something that's not as complex as Shakespeare, mm -hmm. but not see spot run and, and can tell a great story in between that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm telling you, I've read, I've read so many things and I mean, even something as basic as format, you've got your format you, and, and, and it's so easy to just look it up on how to do it. Why are there so many people that want to quote unquote write a script that have done no research on how? And I mean, that's a low bar and you're, you're so far above that bar when it comes to your content. It's amazing. It's so good. Um, but um, I, I'm just impressed by, I know that God gives us all gifts. We all have natural abilities, but not everybody is brave enough if they haven't been, you know, their whole families in movies. You know, like me, I didn't have anybody that did this stuff. I was like, I want to do it. And I did it. I, my uncle was a performer, blah, blah. So your father bought this equipment, but what made you say, okay, I'm going to start now. I'm going to do this because I know you also have a, your nurse also. Yes. So you were also practical in your, in your, <laughs> in your life. <laughs> Unlike some of us, you were you like got a real job. And you do this stuff. I'm so impressed by that. And you're a mother and you're a wife. You do so much. And now you're an entrepreneur. You have all these businesses. Just was it your parents that instilled this confidence in you? How did you, how well, did you get this? I would say that a lot of confidence was there. My father, uh, he had a big ego. And nothing's wrong with a big ego. He didn't have a runaway ego. And I, I could see the things that he could do. And he could do them and he could do them well. My mother, she was like, her ego was like, you know, like, you know, she was kind of quiet, but she did so many things in a big way. Mm -hmm. She had quiet strengths, you know. As some say, she was she was the hand up. Mona Lisa's skirt like what was that smile about you know mm. what what made it you know it's like a lot of things got done uh even before other people and sometimes you just didn't know because she was the type of person that did things and didn't tell people um or told them shut up about it you know whatever but I saw how she worked I saw how he worked I put those together got a little synergy put my spin on it and I'm like, if they can do it, yes, I can as well. Mm -hmm. And it, sometimes all it takes is is the desire to be able to do it. And talking about my writing, well, bless your heart. Um, I looked up, like you said, people just don't do the reason. I looked up how to format. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have software uh, apps or whatever to format it. I manually formatted mm -hmm. my first script. Mm -hmm. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And so in the in the past few years, I actually brought it. I'm like, that's taking up too much of my time mm -hmm. trying to format it. Let me just get this 
you know, this uh, software and I did. And so now I know what I'm doing and it makes it more easy. And I'm always saying to the actors that know me in my little circle, if you guys are crazy enough to get on stage and or in front of the camera, I'm crazy enough to keep writing. That encourages me mm -hmm. to see my words come to life. And I refer to you guys as my midwife. Mm -hmm. I always say I conceive and I bring it forth and y'all smack that baby on the ass mm -hmm. and bring it to life. <laughs> and man, did you bring something to life the other day? Shook me to my core. Yeah, I can't wait till you guys see this. Uh, um, all of you that actually watch my movies too. Uh, I, this is going to be an exciting one. And like I said, it's just the beginning. We're not going to give too much away right now, but it's an amazing, amazing story that I expect we're going to be shooting this movie within the next year, the feature length. Um, I have one more question before we start wrapping it up because we'll get to talk more next uh, week on March 23rd on the PPC radio show, uh, Wednesday from two to three Eastern. Uh, but you mentioned the fact that your little circle, a lot of people make the decision, you know, depending on where they're from, that they're going to move to Los Angeles now, move to Atlanta, move to North Carolina, wherever, different places. But you seem to be a part of an, a burgeoning small community in Indiana that is blossoming into some beautiful work. Uh, do you expect that you're going to stay in this market or do you want to branch out ever? My attitude is... Um, because I learned early on, uh, may he rest in peace, Sid Field. I read one of his books and things, and, and they always tell you, you know, this is what Hollywood wants, or this is what Hollywood wants, blah, 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 blah. But my attitude has been, after seeing how some things, I don't really want to work, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to write for Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, because I feel like if something of mine is so prolific, mm -hmm. outstanding, worth the viewing, someone will commute me back and forth to say, hey, I need to meet with you or can you get here? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like, I mean, I can I can own a house, three vehicles, a dog, a child, a husband, be a nurse, have be an entrepreneur, and I can still do my craft. I can afford to live here. I'm not right. that stressed mm -hmm. and I'm not messing that up to be let down, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not, I mean, to me, it doesn't make sense. Spend 153, I mean, $53 million only to try to recover it. Mm -hmm. When you can reach a targeted market mm -hmm. or people locally or just live here locally and do your thing and it can still branch out. It can even be worldwide. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the beauty of, of, of the way the business is now. I mean, 32 years I've been at this level and 30 in those 32 years everything has blown up so now we can do this i i mean honestly i live in california right now but i don't expect to stay i'm there mainly in a mother position i you know i want to be near my daughter getting into that hollywood scene i want to be there as a foundational presence for her and yeah <laughs> well until her feet get really like settled and i know I mean, you can't stop stuff from happening mm -hmm. to your kids if life is going to, if that's what the life lesson is going to be. But the stuff that happened to me, I don't want to happen to her. Right. So I get, I get, and I, I'm not going to say where I'm moving to. 
when I leave California, but it's it's definitely somewhere that I can afford that house you're talking about mm -hmm. and, and all the extras. So anyway, well, Paula, I can't wait to have you on the, the PPC a radio show March 23rd from 2 to 3 Eastern uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and of course on www.thegrownfolksradio.com. Thank you so much for your time. I love you and you do, do wonderful work and um, we will see you then. Okay, thank you so much. One of the most common questions that I'm asked as an actress that's worked some is, how angry are you that Hollywood has ignored women's storylines, especially women of color? And my answer has always been the same. We as women cannot wait for men to tell our stories. We as people of color have to take the bull by the horn, work together and get things done. I believe that you can't complain about the state of things if you're not going to do anything about the state of things. That's why it's important for us to stand up and get to work to change things in our business. That's why I'm not just acting or singing anymore. I'm writing and producing and soon I'm going to be directing. It's time for me to give the new generations of filmmakers my expertise from behind the scenes. That's the only way that I can be a part of changing the narrative. Creatives like Paula are doing just that. And that's why content is changing and it's looking more like us. And we can only get better from here. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. I'm so thankful to have had Paula on. She, she is doing so many things and I'm so proud of her. And I know she's a part of changing the narrative. So thank you, Paula, for joining me. And to hear more from her, join us Wednesday, March 23rd from 2 to 3 Eastern on the PPC radio show. And you can hear us on www.thegrownfolksradio.com, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you again to DJ Kid Disco for providing music and wonderful production. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. 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 Wrap.
Hi, this is Cinda, and I want to tell you about the PPC Radio Show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 3 Eastern, DJ Kid Disco, Shelly Shell Williams, and I sit down and talk with wonderful guests from all over the world. We talk about how to survive healing your heart and everything in between. So go to www.thegrownfolksradio.com to listen in, or you can watch us live on Facebook or YouTube. That's the PPC Radio Show from 2 to 3 Eastern. See you there.